Hey, hope you're doing well. How has phase two been for you? Pastor Lina and I are really happy because we can meet pastors and all our friends again. It's really exciting, right? And it's so good to finally meet people in person and not just on Zoom. So we are really happy. For now, we can only meet four other people for social gatherings. I know it's really hard in our church because we belong to a big spiritual family. Well, I have a suggestion for you. Why don't you meet the Father, Son and Holy Spirit? That is the best combination and also the best social and spiritual gathering. For all the sports fans, are you guys also glad that sports are back? So if you are a sports fan, why don't you give a shout out or a cheer? English football, German football, Spanish football are all back in action. And finally, we can stop replaying old sports highlights. So that's really exciting. We're going to continue part two of our series, Contact Tracing, Have You Been With Jesus? So contact tracing is now a key strategy in our fight against COVID-19. And the idea is that when the need arises, you can trace who you have been with. Well, I have a question for us today. And the question is this, if we had spiritual contact tracing, will we be found to have been with Jesus? And that's a great question for you and I. So as Christians, we need to have constant contact and connection with God. And one of the ways that we can have constant contact with God is through prayers. So look at this verse in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 12. The Bible says here, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Wow! God's ears are attentive to our prayers. God is listening to us as we pray. And this is great news for us. God wants to be in contact with you and I. So prayer is one of the contact points between God and us. God wants to be in connection with us. He wants to be in contact with us. So prayer is one of the contact points between God and us. So that is why it is so important to pray and to learn how to pray. A great place to learn about prayer is from the teachings of Jesus. So we're going to look into one of the parables that Jesus taught. And so what is a parable? Parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. So it's a story with a deeper spiritual meaning. It's a story to teach us spiritual truths. So are you ready? So let's go into Luke chapter 18 and verse 9 to verse 14. So I'm really excited about this. The Bible says here in verse 9, To some who are confident of their own righteousness and look down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. This parable is known as the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. It's a story of two men who went up to the temple to pray. A story of contrast and complete 
opposites. And from this, we can learn how to approach God in prayer and also how not to approach God in prayer. So in this series, we are learning about contact tracing. And it's really important to have the right contact with God. So let's look at the differences, shall we? So you can see that there are two different positions. There are two men who prayed to God. One is a Pharisee, the other is a tax collector. So there are two different positions. So Pharisees belonged to the Jewish sect at the time of Jesus that was devoted to strict observance of the traditional and written law. The Pharisees were regarded highly in the Jewish society and they were guests of honour in any social gathering. To have a Pharisee attend a meal or a social gathering was a mark of high status. So those are the Pharisees. At the opposite end of the spectrum were the tax collectors. The tax collectors were the most despised and hated people in all of Israel. They had a reputation for being corrupted because they would collect more tax than was necessary and they would pocket the extra themselves. So the tax collectors were considered traitors who took advantage of their own people. No one wants to hang around or to be seen with the tax collectors. They are definitely not the kind of people you want to hang around with in your social gathering during phase two. So we had the Pharisees and the tax collectors. Both of them came from complete opposites, but both came to God. And the truth is that we all need Jesus. Whether you are rich or poor, whether you are famous or a failure, whether you have 4 million followers on Instagram or even just 4 followers, we all need Jesus. We all got to come before God. So there are two different positions. Let's look at the next difference, all right? Besides two different positions, there are also two different postures. These two men had different postures of prayer. Go with me to Luke 18 verse 11. And it says here, the Pharisee stood by himself and prayed. So it's really interesting. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed. There is nothing wrong in standing to pray. In fact, you know, we stand and pray all the time. But it's where the Pharisee chose to stand so that he will stand out from everyone else. And to understand the context of this, you have to go to another teaching of Jesus. So go with me to Matthew 6 verse 5, and now you will understand the full picture. It says, And when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. So right here, Jesus was talking about the practice of the Pharisees and how they love to show off when they pray. They love to stand in prominent place at the temple so that people can see them pray. So it's all about me. It's all about how I pray, how spiritual I am. It's all about how great I am. So the Pharisees had a posture of pride. But on the other hand, the tax collector had a very different posture. Go with me to Luke 18 verse 13. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, Wow! On the other hand, the tax collector had a totally different posture. To pray with eyes down and with one hand over the chest was a posture of humility. The tax collector had a posture of humility. So we have a posture of pride versus posture of humility. And Jesus is teaching us 
not to have a posture of pride, but to have a posture of humility. When we pray, it is coming before God and saying, God, we depend on you. We don't rely on our own strength, but we rely on you. It is trusting in God. We come before God with a posture of humility. And let's look at what the Bible says in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. And the Bible says here, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So church, we got to humble ourselves and pray. A posture of humility brings God's presence into my situation. So when we humble ourselves and pray, we bring the presence of God into our lives and into our situation. And so we are living in the midst of a global pandemic. And do you know the number of people searching for the word prayer on Google skyrocketed in March 2020 and it doubled with every 80,000 new registered cases of coronavirus. And this is according to a study done by a university in Copenhagen. So people are praying more than ever. They are going to Google, searching how to pray. They are looking for answers in life. People are laying down their pride and turning to God. So as we humble ourselves and pray, we're going to experience a deeper presence of God in our church, in our lives. And we're going to see a greater move of God in our lives. So let's have a posture of humility. Let's humble ourselves and pray. So we can see two different postures. Let's look at the next difference. And you can see there are two different prayers. The Pharisee and the tax collector prayed a very different prayer. So let's go to Luke 18, verse 11 to verse 12 again. And the Pharisee prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like any other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a ten of all I get. So this was the Pharisee's prayer. On the other hand, the tax collector, he simply prayed, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And that's all he prayed. So two different prayers, but the key is really found in the next verse. So if you look at Luke 18, verse 14, and this is what Jesus tells us. God says, I tell you, the tax collector went home accepted by God, but not the Pharisee. So the Pharisee's prayers were not accepted by God. He went home receiving nothing. He prayed an ineffective prayer. But on the other hand, the tax collector's prayer was accepted by God. God listened to his prayer and answered him. The tax collector prayed an effective prayer. So right here, you can see an ineffective prayer by the Pharisee, but on the other hand, an effective prayer by the tax collector. So we can learn how to pray like the tax collector. And the tax collector, he prayed a very simple prayer. His prayer was only seven words. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It was so simple, but yet it was from his heart. And God heard his prayer. Wow, this is a revelation for you and I. Some of us, we are new in church. You just joined our church over the last few months and you're not sure how to pray and you wonder if God listens to your prayers. The good news is this, 
Jesus teaches us that God listens to our prayers. All we have to do is to pray sincerely from our hearts. So effective prayers are from the heart. God listens to us when we pray from our hearts. And so the tax collector did not try to pray a complicated prayer. He did not try to pray a sophisticated prayer. He simply prayed from his heart and asked God to forgive him of all his sins. His prayer was so simple, but yet it was so profound at the same time. So whether you're in church for one month or whether you're in church for 10 years, God listens to us when we pray from our hearts. So let's pray sincerely and let's pray from our hearts. Another thing you can see is this, the Pharisee's prayer focused on how great he is, but the tax collector's prayer focused on how great God is. So there's a big difference. The Pharisee's prayer was filled with pride and arrogance. He was telling God that he was not like the rest. He said, God, I thank you. I'm not like the robbers, evildoers. I'm not like this tax collector. His prayer was filled with pride. He was telling God all about his achievement and success. He told God, God, I fasted twice a week and I give my tithing. I give regularly to God. Again, I want to say there's nothing wrong to fast and to give. In fact, the Bible teaches us that we got to be generous. We got to fast regularly. We got to be a giver and we should be givers in the house of God. But it was his attitude. He was bragging to God about his achievements. He was telling God how great he is. He was focusing on himself. However, the tax collector focused on how great God is. He was telling God, God, you are a great God. Have mercy on me. He knew that only God can forgive him of all his sins. And he focused on the goodness and the greatness of God. So when we pray, focus on the greatness of God. Focus on all the things that God has done for you. Focus on how God has changed your life. Remember all the miracles and all the breakthroughs that God has done for you. So when we pray, powerful things happen. And I want to share with you a few stories of people in our church who have encountered God through prayer. So there was this guy who was going through a difficult season in his life. He was lost, not sure what to do. And his aunt, who is a Christian, told him, hey, why not try praying to God? At this point of time, he was not a Christian yet, but he decided to give it a try. And amazingly, each time he prayed, he felt an unexplainable peace in his heart. He felt a peace that he has never felt before. And because of that, his heart became more open to God and he started thinking about Christianity. And earlier this year, his friend invited him for our Easter on air service. Pastor Lee's message spoke right into his heart and on that day, he gave his life to Jesus. Today, this guy, he is going through follow-up Bible study lessons, growing in his walk with God. He's also praying regularly and encountering God on his own. Wow, isn't that incredible? So effective prayers are from the heart. God listens to us when we pray from our hearts. All we have to do is that we have to pray sincerely. And so even if you're new in church, you could be in church for a few weeks, a few months. God listens to us when we pray from our hearts. So I want to share with you another story. We have a member in our church who is the co-founder of a startup. 
And in June, his startup was planning for a press release to launch a new product. And usually, for such releases, it will pick up by the media in a few days. However, things didn't seem to go according to plan. They not only didn't get what they were expecting, they totally received no replies at all. Hence, his team and him got very discouraged. So he shared with his Christian friends about the situation and they were praying together with him. Despite the situation, he felt a peace in his heart and knew that eventually things will work out for good. The team continued to work on despite feeling discouraged. Amazingly, a few days later, they received news that they were given a half-page cover in a prominent newspaper. And the best news is this, is that it is free of charge and it was way beyond what they were expecting. And he knew it could only be from God because this was out of the norm and it was way beyond what they were expecting. So this guy encountered God as he prayed. So when we pray, powerful things happen. In the same way, we can encounter God through prayer. Truly, prayer and a posture of humility brings God's presence into my situation. You can encounter God in every situation, whether it's at work, at home, in your studies, with your family, wherever you are, you can encounter the presence of God. And when we pray, powerful things happen. So I want to encourage you to pray from your heart, to pray sincerely, because God listens to our prayers. So in closing, we can see the differences between both men who prayed. You have the Pharisee and the tax collector. A posture of pride versus the posture of humility. Ineffective prayer versus effective prayer. And let's look at how the story ends. So go with me again to Luke 18 verse 14. I tell you, when this man went home, he was right with God, but the Pharisee was not. And all who make themselves great will be made humble, but all who make themselves humble will be made great. So both men had contact with God, but only one man, only one man had the right contact with God. And the Pharisee went home that night and nothing changed. He prayed an ineffective prayer. He had a posture of pride. But the tax collector went home and he was made right with God. God accepted him and forgave him of all his sins. Maybe some of us here, we need to be made right with God. Why don't you humble yourself and come to Jesus? Come back to God and all you have to do is to pray a simple prayer. All you have to do is to pray from your heart. And as you do that, we will be made right with God. So if you want to receive Jesus into your life, it's really simple. Right now, you can go ahead and respond. As you do that, you are making the best decision in your life. Also, you can put your hands on your heart and later on, we're going to pray together. So come back to Jesus. Humble yourself and pray. Perhaps some of us, we used to go to church, but after a while, we have left God, we have left church. And today's a great day to come back to Jesus. Be at a tax collector and say, God, here I am. I humble myself and I pray. So let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, thank you, God, for dying on the cross for me. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. I want to have a relationship with you, Jesus. And from today onwards, 
my life will never be the same again. I want to know you and to be like you. I want to live a life of purpose. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. And I pray all this in your precious name. And everyone say, Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you prayed from your heart, you are made right with God. And today is the best day of your life. And so prayer is really simple. I would encourage all of us to pray. And wherever you are right now, you can pray and encounter the presence of God. So when we come before God with a posture of humility and we pray from our hearts, God listens to our prayers. And this is great news for us. And after this message, why don't you take the next 10 to 15 minutes to pray. Take that time to connect with God, to have spiritual contact with Him. Pastor Gary and I spoke about contact tracing. Have you been with Jesus? And we want to end this series by asking the same question we asked at the start of this series. If we had spiritual contact tracing, will we be found to have been with Jesus? And that's a great question we got to ask ourselves. Let's have spiritual contact with God. And why don't you start a habit to have God time or Bible time? You can pray, worship, read the Bible, abide in Jesus. And you can start small. You can start to pray 10, 15 minutes a day. And as you do that, your life will never be the same again. You're going to experience the presence of God in a deeper way. And earlier, you heard all the stories as well. And you have heard how the people have encountered the goodness and greatness of God. Also, you can pray together with your friends. You can pray with them over Zoom or meet up with them in person to pray as well. And as you do that, it's going to be amazing. You're going to encounter God. So in closing, let's pray and let's come before God with a posture of humility. So let's pray. God, I just begin to pray for everyone right here as they're listening to this message. I pray for all of us here that through this series, that we will have spiritual contact tracing with you, that we will be in constant contact and communication with Jesus, that we will pray, worship, love your presence and abide in you. God, we love you. And we know that effective prayers are from our hearts. And so today, we humble ourselves and pray. And we begin to pray for God to move in our lives. We pray for God to move in our situation. Whatever we are going through, whatever obstacles we are facing, we ask for your presence to be with us and to give us the strength and the wisdom to go through every season in our life. And we pray that in this season, we will draw closer to you and we will always be found in your presence, always be found loving you, having spiritual contact with you. So God, we love you. We pray all this in your precious name. And everyone say, Amen. You have reached the end of the sermon. We pray that you've been blessed by the Word of God. To find out more about us, you can log on to www.heartofgodchurch.org or connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at HOGC.